Hello and welcome to the Coach Mark Manila podcast. I am Coach Mark Manila, and you are listening to me from ESL, businessenglishexperts.com and initial-impact.com. If you're looking for career advice, maybe you want to create better wealth and health and happiness in your family or just for you personally, you're in the right place. If you'd like to improve your English as a second language or maybe you're a native speaker and you feel you should sound better, Perhaps you need to do presentations, webinars, or just generally run conferences. It can be intimidating, right? I know what it's like to speak in front of audiences. I can help you. Perhaps you need coaching with your body language as well, because remember, it's not just what you say, it's how you say it. And if you're on webinar cameras or even in person, your whole body is needed to convey your message. It's your hand gestures, it's your facial features, it's everything together. So if this sounds like you, book a session with me. You can get it still free of charge for 30 minutes at the moment, but that will soon go. Also sign up, register for my newsletter to get all of my tips in a, a weekly roundup for you, so you'll never miss out on anything. And if you love what I'm doing for you here, if you really feel that I'm motivating you or sharing something that you never discovered elsewhere, please consider buying me a coffee, all right? It doesn't cost a lot. And what you can do is change everybody else's lives too. Let me give you an example. I've just had an amazing sponsorship from a lovely, lovely student and client, and I consider her a great friend too, um, in Japan, who will remain nameless. And she has just enabled it possible for any of my listeners here to enter to win up to nine of the places available that her sponsorship has enabled me to provide to get coaching with me. How fantastic is that? And we have to be very thankful to this wonderful woman, okay? So if you also want to sponsor me, you are also helping other people access this opportunity because I will continue to provide more of these free spaces and, of course, continue to create my content here on the podcast. So everything that you donate, buy me a cup of coffee and it enables me to keep going on here free of charge and also every now and again offer these free spaces. And if you haven't already heard that podcast, what are you doing? Get and check that one out and enter soon. You've got about six days left before that offer closes and it's going to be life-changing for nine lucky people. All right, today I just want to speak about something I did mention in the other podcast as well, about why it is crucial for you to carry out active learning, all right, and active listening. So when you're listening to podcasts like this or if you're doing reading perhaps to improve your English as a second language, there's something that many of you are not doing and you're working against yourself. So I want to help you, you know, stop wasting your time because really time is money, okay? And I'm sure you're here because you want to improve your English fast. So here's the way that you're going to do it. It's really important that when you do any of your learning, particularly listening, okay, and reading, you write down what you are understanding. When you hear an interesting phrase or anecdote that I relay to you or elsewhere, write it down. Keep a list of vocab words that you're working on and have a place in your journal or on your tablet for that to stay there, okay? And I really want to make it important. I would prefer you all to use the physical act of writing, actually pen and paper and a book. Now, there's a reason for that. Psychologically, writing is a psychoneuromuscular activity and it literally imprints the brain. Whereas typing and punching things with your fingertips, right, your little keyboards and whatever, and I'm a touchscreen, does not do the same thing. This is possibly why we're finding that there is a deficit in attention spans now happening, particularly in the younger generation, because everything is moving onto tablets. And the problem is this, if you remove that bridge, okay, because that's what it is, writing is the bridge that, con you know, basically links the conscious and subconscious mind. 
Um, and writing is the psychological neuromuscular activity that literally prints, and print meaning to grind a new circuit into your brain on a neurolinguistic level and also on a neurochemistry, biochemistry level. Okay, if you're not doing that, you've got a problem. Everything you are listening to goes in one ear and out the other, and that's a lovely idiom. Imagine information pouring in one ear and then out the other side of your head. That's what we're saying. It does not get imprinted in your brain. So please, if you're using tablets, and I know you love them and it's easier and oh, you don't want to take a notebook everywhere, right? Okay, try it. Switch to a notebook for 28 days. Try it for me, please. Write down the words you're hearing, okay? And any thoughts that you're having around how to use these phrases. Practice using them back after the session. I want you to actively speak out loud and try to paraphrase what we've discussed here in this session to check your understanding and your listening skills. And then I would like you to choose some of those words to use in your day-to-day -day conversation, say tomorrow or today if you can at work or in a, a message to somebody in English and practice using it. The more we use it, we will retain it. If you don't use it, you lose it. And remember, what fires together, wires together. Now, when I say fires together, I'm talking about your synapses in your brain, which is why writing is really important. As you physically write, okay, that neuromuscular activity that is psycho-connected, okay, literally will fire new neurons and they will literally wire together to then strengthen the memory of these words, okay? Also, if you haven't listened to my 10-minute madness little sections to give you a taste of that program, what I'd like you to do is make everything you're learning quite vivid and bright, okay? So paint a nice picture in your head of a new word. Try to link it to something memorable in your, your, you know, your life, shall we say, something that you can recall. And then every time it comes to that word, you will remember the image and it will bring the word quicker for you. It's like installing a little desktop shortcut in your head. Okay, to get to that word faster, because many of you struggle to retrieve these new words fast. So this is another technique I can take you through, and I use in all of my masterclasses um, when you book those with me. So if you want to try that free of charge for 30 minutes, feel free. The link is down below. Um, that offer won't be there forever, I have to say. Um, very soon, I'm going to be switching to a paid-for 30-minute free trial, but it comes with a money-back guarantee. If you haven't found the 30 minutes of help, I will refund what you have paid for that session, less any payment processing fees if you've used a credit or debit card. Okay, so let's talk about this a bit more. So the physical act of writing is really important, okay? Writing also helps us um, put the thoughts on paper and forces you to express what you've learned and increases retention. So I'd like you to also write as well as speak about what you've heard in this podcast. Try and write a few lines, a paragraph or two about it, all right? And it's essential, really. And um, if we look at the habits of successful people, Stephen Covey, who obviously wrote a fantastic book about this, um, he is a great advocate of writing things down. Okay, So it's not just, you know, don't think of it just like a diary or a journal. It's actually where you record what you're learning and why. Okay, And it's becoming clearer to you. So try to do this and please maintain that as much as you can. Um, I know it takes a bit of discipline, but once you get into doing that for 28 days, it becomes a new habit. You won't, you won't realize now. You'll just automatically start to do that. Okay. Um, also, it's really important that you consider yourself a work in progress. Right. Okay. I want to have a quick chat here um, about how you can stay motivated in your learning journey. We all, we all want to get from A to B really quick, right? But it all takes time. 
And that is the frustration because, of course, when we think about it, <laughs> all right, we go to the gym, we start to lift a few weights, all right, and we expect results straight away. And that's why most gym memberships are not used, okay? The gyms make a lot of money by selling you a year subscription and then you never use it, okay? It's not enough just to buy it and give a few sessions and give up. You've got to make the most of it, all right? And that's what I say to all of my students, at least one 60-minute session, coaching session a week, possibly and preferably two, depending on what you're trying to achieve. And in addition, 10 minutes every day outside of the session to do focused, active learning. So again, like I say, 10 minutes, I don't want any interruptions, nobody knocking on the door, no up and down to get yourself coffee or, you know, pat the dog or whatever. Total focus, like your life depends on it. And when those 10 minutes are up, you stop, all right? Even if you want to keep going, it's a psychological technique because I want you to be ready and excited to come back to tomorrow's session for another 10 minutes. Um, so if you're really enjoying what you're doing and thinking, I could carry on a bit longer, I want you to on purpose stop because it will keep your desire and interest strong for the following days. And we see remarkable results if you do this for 28 days. So give that a go, please. All right. Now, at the end of the day, we want you to develop a very nice habit towards yourself. I have a lot of students who come to me and they are so critical of themselves, it's unbelievable. You see, if you don't believe in yourself, how on earth are you expecting yourself to improve? Okay, If you're constantly like beating yourself up, well, it's hard work. You're going to take what we would say one step forward and 10 back. Okay, That's a great idiom. So if you can imagine that, what's the point in taking one step forward if you then also go 10 steps backwards? You're never going to be further forward at all. Right? It's painful living like that. I don't want you to live like that. Nobody should have to live like that. So here's the thing. If you feel you're not making as much progress as you should, perhaps you haven't quite put your all into today's session of your 10 minutes. I don't want you to beat yourself up. I just want you to acknowledge it and to be aware that, okay, today I didn't give it my best. Tomorrow, I'm going to do better. That is all that matters. And make sure that you do. Tomorrow, commit to do it again. Do not give up. Do not say you're a failure. Do not use these self-talks, okay? I want you to tell yourself, okay, today I didn't give it my best, but tomorrow I'm going to do better, okay? Today I was challenged. Tomorrow is going to be a better day. I would like you at the end of every day, if you are a very busy person and perhaps you feel overwhelmed, try this, this technique, okay? I use it a lot with my, my clients where they're struggling with staying motivated and they have hard life circumstances. Even if you've had a crazy day, you feel you haven't achieved much and you're getting down on yourself, I would like you to, before you go to bed, write down, yeah, write down again, okay, three to five things that you feel were successful today. Now, when I say that, I don't mean I made a million dollars or I just got a job offer from, I don't know, Google, right? I mean, if you did, that's fabulous and I'm really pleased for you, okay? But it can be really simple things. Five things, three things, whatever it is, three to five things. One could be, I'm happy you had a nice cup of coffee this morning before it got crazy. That was a nice, that was a nice thing. That went well, okay? What else could we say? We could say, I'm really pleased that my child had a great day at school. They seemed happy today. I'm pleased and thankful for that, okay? Um, I'm happy that I had a nice meal tonight because there's some people in the world who can't afford to eat like I do, right? That's a nice thing to celebrate. You see what I'm saying? Little things. It doesn't have to be anything monumental, okay? And I don't really even want it to be something connected to what we in society would say gives us self-worth, like your job, status, um, your money, all right? Because these things come and go. 
These things come and go. Listen to me again. These things come and go. You can get money. You can lose money. You can have a partner. You can lose a partner. All right. I know it's sad, but it's true. Okay. So I want you to celebrate the things that, quite frankly, we don't chase after so much. Okay. Now, for example, your health. Your health is something that you may have a problem with. And if you do, I really feel for you. I know what that's like. And I know it is a challenge and an extra burden. Even when you have health issues, there might be other parts of your body that still function okay. Although it depends because sometimes, you know, if you have a serious condition, it can impact all the other body systems. And again, I understand that totally. If that is you, if that is you, I know it's hard, okay? And it's valid how you would feel that, quite frankly, it's overwhelming. Sometimes if you have a serious condition, you might feel, what is the point? But there is some point. There is some purpose, and I want you to really be motivated for that today, um, because even by you listening to this podcast, you've made a difference. For example, even if you can't get out of bed today, and we're not just talking physical issues, let's talk about mental health. You see, November is mental health awareness, as well as intimate and domestic partner abuse, violence awareness, and as you know, I'm doing random podcasts about this throughout November. Okay, so let's let's fold this into this one as well. Right, okay. Sometimes, even if you were having a lot of problems mentally, you were challenged, okay, it might feel as though some days, what's the point? I'm useless. This might be the self-talk that's going on. And you may criticize yourself further because it's affecting your job performance, your English studying, okay, your interview practice, and it feels overwhelming. I want you to realize, like I've just said, by listening even to this podcast, if that is all you have done today, You've made a difference. You've made a difference to yourself. You've also made a difference to me. You see, I see the statistics. I see who listens here. And don't worry, I, <laughs> I don't mean I literally know who you are, right? Okay. But what I mean is I know the regions in the world, who is listening to which podcast, which one seems to be more important, okay? I get to see that level of detail. That's all. But all it means for me is that I get to see that it is making a difference somewhere. You're making a difference. Even if you can't see yourself, you're making a difference to me. You're keeping me motivated to continue producing these podcasts because I can see that they are at least making some impact somewhere in the world. Okay, And from your point of view, even if you think you're not having an effective day, perhaps you feel, I don't know, some of my, my clients say I'm useless, I don't have any purpose in my life, I don't function very well, I've got depression, whatever. Listen to you. You've just made a difference to me. You've been very effective today. So thank you for that. Thank you for giving me your time. And you're listening so that I feel I can carry on to help supporting you and many others with this free content. So you see, you always can make a difference, even if you feel it's hopeless, it's bleak, and there is no possibility of change. Okay, Change is always possible. And I work with a fantastic life coach out here. She's called Coach Zen. Um, and to be honest with you, sometimes I don't know where she gets the hope and belief from because many times, you know, it has been a challenging time for me here too. Um, you know, clearly due to some circumstances which I've already touched upon in my previous podcast about this. And you know, the thing is, hope, hope is a very interesting thing, isn't it? And in fact, I'm going to do a podcast about the difference between hoping and wishing. That's the next one. So listen out for that one. It causes lots of confusion. But hope is very important. You see, when there is hope, there is always a possibility for something to change. No matter how, you know, you might think it's ridiculous, couldn't be possible, okay, never lose hope. Hope is the big thing that keeps us all going. Hope and belief, 
Okay. There is a great uh, song by Whitney Houston. It's a duet with Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey. Okay. Um, when you believe. Okay. There can be miracles when you believe. Although hope is frail, it's hard to kill. That particular line, I think, is probably one of the most impactful ones I can think of. Okay. In songs at the moment. You see, what is frailty? Frailty is weakness. It's very fragile. It could like a butterfly's wings or a, a, a little leaf that's just popped out of the soil, okay? But my goodness, those things are still capable of marvellous things if they have the courage to fly and if they have the courage to bloom. And I hope today, wherever you're listening to me, this little motivational podcast has given you the courage to bloom, to keep going, to keep pushing forward. Because it might seem bleak, it might seem insignificant. You do not know what you are capable of. Trust me. Okay, and I want everybody listening to this podcast to just take a moment to celebrate, like I say, three to five things at the end of your day that you are grateful for, that you are thankful for. You have your health, even if you don't have your health, which parts of you still work? Okay, if you have mental health challenges, which parts of you still function very well? Okay, we all suffer from these sorts of challenges. I think it's really important we talk about this. Okay, nobody is a robot, absolutely, nobody is a robot. And at the end of the day, it's okay at times to have a bad day. All that matters is that we carry on tomorrow. We give it another go tomorrow because we all have a place in this world and we can all make a difference to each other. Okay, so that's really important. I would also like to say to you, don't overestimate your abilities. Okay, it's not helpful at all. It really isn't. If you're comparing yourself to other people, okay, this is a big, big problem. Because, you see, if you compare yourself to other people, well, those other people, they're not you. They don't have your experiences. They don't have, perhaps, some of your challenges and vice versa. Okay? The only person I'd like you to compare yourself to from now on going forward is yourself. All you have to ask yourself is this big question. Am I the best version I can be today? Am I better today than I was yesterday? You should always be aiming to improve upon what you did yesterday from your standards. Never mind other people's standards. I don't care. Yes, I did say that. I don't care what other people think of you. It doesn't even matter what I might think of you, what I might believe is possible for you. All that matters is what you believe about you. Okay? If you are happy with your performance, if you really truly deep down believe that you are giving it your best, then that's all we can ask of you, right? But that includes your English. Okay? Now, if, if on the other hand, okay, you know you're not giving your best, that's a different conversation. And that's a conversation that you need to have with yourself today and say, you know what, why am I not doing that? Why am I sabotaging myself? There might be something that you just don't believe in yourself about. So you're not showing up. You're not giving you your best. And if you're not giving your best, you're never going to achieve your full potential. And we were all put here on this planet Earth because it's crazy here, right? It is getting crazier. But here's the thing. You were here for a reason. You were here for a reason. And you know what? If you don't know what to do with your life, if you don't know what's going on in life, take a little bit of my advice on this. At times when you are unsure about who and what you are, if it is safe to do so, because obviously we're all listening to different countries, so it might not be. But my biggest piece of advice, if you can do it, is get outside and walk, preferably on a night time. Preferably on a night. The reason I say this is obviously look after your personal safety, particularly if you're in a very bad area. Okay, this might not be possible. But if you can and it's safe to do so on a night time on your own. So, again, I want you to be safe. Okay, so if it's not possible, don't go on your own. Go with a friend, but do it in silence. 
you need to really get quiet with yourself and walking is a fantastic way to stimulate what we call the alpha brainwave pattern. It's a kind of meditative state. It is also the reason why you will see, um, for example, we can see it show up in many things, but for example, we look at monks, for example, they do the walking and chanting, right? Okay. It is the rhythmic movement of our bodies. It stimulates the uh, vestibular uh, function in our brain, okay, which produces a very nice, pleasant, almost like alpha meditative calm state. Okay. Also, we see it used in the military, believe it or not. Why do you think they march men and women up and down, up and down? The marching is a rhythmic thing. Okay, and it literally changes the brain waves to being an alpha state where you're more receptive to things. In this case, receptive to taking orders and not questioning anything, just having a very open mind. It is a reason it is done. Okay, so this is something you might not have been aware of. You will see it all over. And um, how often have you gone outside for a walk and not felt particularly great before you went out, but when you come back, you feel better? It's because of that movement and also. The soles of your feet, let me explain something here. In the soles of your feet, I'm very much into uh, traditional Chinese medicine, acupuncture and acupressure. The soles of our feet have the meridian lines in there, and they are also responsible, particularly in your heels, okay, heels and soles of your feet, but mainly the heels, okay, for stimulating the part of your brain that can actually produce a nice alpha relaxation state. If you look at shiatsu massage, they also usually would use that point as well. Okay, so it's not just being outside in nature that does it for you. It's actually the banging of your feet up and down against things. So even if you can't get outside, let's say you're limited to this, perhaps you have issues walking, you can sit on a stool, you can sit on your chair like I am now. I don't know if you can hear, you possibly might not. You can just bang your feet up and down. Take your shoes off, take your socks off and just bare feet on the floor. Use that. What I'm trying to say is you can get into a nice alpha state, and that's what I'd like you to do, to calm yourself down, okay? When you're in an alpha state, you're able to come up with far more creative things as well and see the possibilities in your life. So it's really important that we do not, do not compare ourselves, criticize ourselves, or get down on ourselves, okay? And do the things that you need to do to work out what you want. And as I say, if you don't know what you want to do, get outside and walk. Walk in silence until you find the answers. The answers will come when you're in that alpha state. If you can't get outside and walk or it's not safe, as I say, then try to repeat it or recreate it by doing it inside. Walk up and down in your apartment. In lockdown, that's what I had to do. When I was in the UK and was going through an awful time, all I could do on a night was walk up and down. That's a whole other story. But I believe it really actually saved my life. So the thing is this. Don't overestimate yourself. Be the best version of yourself you can be. Aim for excellence in all things, by all means. But if you're giving it all, your all, that's all we can ask you to do. Okay? So do not overestimate your capability, mainly because we're now comparing ourselves on social media. and We're using lots of technology. We are not. We are not airbrushed things. We are not AI. Okay? So we've got to just stop doing that to ourselves, and you are going to be more motivated and more realistic, and therefore... You will achieve those goals and then you can set higher ones. Then you can strive for higher ones. But you've got to go at the pace you can go at. I have a fantastic student in Egypt <laughs> and we often talk about this. It's like planting a tiny seed. You can't plant the tiny seed and then expect it to grow overnight. And if you keep digging it up each day to check and then start complaining that it's not growing, who's to blame? You're expecting something far too much, far too soon from something that, quite frankly, is not at a stage to provide it. 
but give that seed enough chance, water it, nurture it, leave it alone and just, you know, perhaps speak to it, encourage it, okay? It will grow into a mighty oak. Wow. Okay, you wouldn't think that. A mighty oak tree could pop out of a tiny little acorn seed, but it can. You've got to give it time. Same with you. Same with you. Okay, so I understand sometimes, particularly if you have mental health issues, you have anxiety disorders, PTSD, it will feel like time is running out. I totally get that. All right, it is a battle. But please know you have time. You have time. And if you're in a very toxic environment at the moment that's making you feel stressed, or not happy, or perhaps you're running out of time, if it's triggering your PTSD, you owe it to yourself to get out of that situation or reduce your exposure to that situation. And um, this is something I really want to talk about in mental health awareness for this month as well, because it's not helpful. You cannot heal in the environment that has damaged you. It's impossible. Okay. And I know it might seem impossible if you're in a very bad situation to get out of that. Maybe you're in a bad work situation, your relationship is awful. Um, Maybe you're stuck at home with your parents and it's quite toxic, but you have to find a way to get yourself either free of that or minimize the impact these people can have on you. For them and you, okay, it's not good for them too. You both need to be out of that situation or you all need to be out of that situation so you can go and achieve your full potential. So I hope this little motivational podcast has given you some thoughts as to why and how we learn best. Also, how to be very compassionate to yourself. It's important, okay? Don't compare yourself to other people. Do your practice 10 minutes every day. At the end of each day, write down three to five things you're grateful for that went well, because it, it helps you celebrate that and keep you positive. You've got to keep your positivity, all right? Memorize things and use them, but use your handwriting because it's going to reinforce it. Also, try to broaden your mind, okay? When we say that, broaden your mind, try to travel again now. Try to, at least if you can't travel, watch travel documentaries, understand other cultures. It's really important. And um, talking of other cultures, if you want to take part in my cross-cultural training, you can check that out on eslbusinessenglishexperts.com. You can also join a group session, okay, where we practice English and negotiation and debating and all sorts of other things, and we exchange cultural, cultural issues as well. Because let's face it, if you're working in a multinational environment, these are going to be your colleagues and bosses and managers of the future, or maybe they're going to be your employees of the future. It's really important we get to understand each other's cultures and why things are slightly different so we can communicate better. Okay, so look, good luck with everything today. Have a great day. Have a lovely evening, and I'll see you very soon. Stay safe always. And sorry to interrupt at the very end here. Just before I go, I would like to say a big thank you to all of you who listen to the podcast. Thank you for making it such a great show it is. I would like to also request something else. If you have found anything that I share with you here of help and benefit to you and would like to support my free podcast to continue remaining free for you, please do consider donating via the link below. You can find it, buy me a coffee, and it enables me to continue doing these podcasts and also supporting those of you who cannot afford high-level coaching. It really does make a difference, and thank you in advance. Stay safe and keep going.